Welcome to the Counting Stats Podcast, brought to you by DrRoto.com. I'm Lou Landers. I'm MLB Content Director at DrRoto.com. And go check out our Fantasy Baseball Draft Guide right now. It's loaded with content, everything you need for your leagues, for your drafts, all in one place. So last time I spoke to you all, there was a bunch of moves, signings, and trades made in Major League Baseball. And although we're still waiting for guys like Freddie Freeman, Carlos Correa, Trevor Story, Nicholas Castellanos, hell, Kenley Jansen, for that matter, to sign, there's been a lot more moves since we last spoke. Let's start with a big one. Oakland A's trading Matt Olson to the Atlanta Braves in a nice trade for the Braves basically announcing they're not going to be retaining Freddie Freeman. Uh, Sad day, I guess, for some Braves fans for that moment. Uh, Freeman, of course, a mainstay there, helped them win a World Series a year ago. But overall, Freeman, five years older than Olsen and was going to cost them a ton of money, whereas uh, they were able to use prospects to get in Matt Olsen and really didn't give up any prospects that are can't miss, at least in my opinion, Olsen is in his prime, he's an elite power bat, and he's joining a loaded Braves lineup in a great hitter's park. This is a guy that, at least from a fantasy baseball standpoint, gets a big boost in value, leaving a torn apart A's team and joining the reigning world champs. I'm expecting 40 homers, 100 RBIs, 90 runs, 270 or so average. Really nice move for the Braves, who have also extended Matt Olsen. I don't remember the exact terms of the deal offhand, but I know he'll be a brave for the foreseeable future. Another big trade, the Seattle Mariners make a trade with the Reds, acquiring Jesse Winker and Eugenio Suarez. Tough one if you have Winker or Suarez potentially in fantasy baseball. They're going to what now appears to be a better lineup, of course, but they are going to a more competitive division and a much worse hitter's ballpark than the one they had in Cincinnati. Overall, their ADPs won't be affected by it much, though. Both hitters were still effective away from Cincinnati last season. Overall, the Mariners bolstered their roster, their lineup, and appear to be true contenders in the AL West now. Cincinnati acquiring outfielder Jake Fraley, pitching prospect Brandon Williamson, and starting pitcher Justin Dunn. Uh, Williamson yet to pitch above double A, might not make it to the majors in 2022. Dunn, he could find himself in a Reds opening day rotation, though. Fraley likely to be an everyday outfielder for Cincinnati, something he probably wouldn't have been in Seattle. And the upgrade to ballparks will surely help him, too. Of the three players, Fraley, the one worth drafting in fantasy baseball and should see a rise in his ADP as well. Brewers, they sign outfielder Andrew McCutcheon, and it's really a nice deal for both sides. The Brewers wanted to add a bat, and although they missed out on Nelson Cruz, who ended up in Washington, they do get Kutch. And no, he's not what he once was, but he still has great on-base skills, hits left-handed pitching very well, should hit towards the top of the lineup because of his on-base skills, and that should lead to plenty of runs. He was going near the reserve rounds of your fantasy drafts prior to signing. Expect him to move up two to three rounds in his ADP following this 
news. The New York Yankees re-signed first baseman Anthony Rizzo. They couldn't make the trade for Olsen. They appeared to be out on the Freddie Freeman sweepstakes, so this made the most sense. Rizzo is a former MVP candidate former all-star he has not been the same hitter that he once was prior to the start of 2020 with that being said though he still makes a lot of contact he does not strike out excellent play discipline and is a great defensive first baseman gold glover in fact his lefty bat fits in perfectly with the yankees right-handed heavy lineup and of course the short porch in yankee stadium He's going to be hitting between some elite hitters as well the landing spot for him is about the best we could have hoped for from fantasy baseball perspective as well the signing basically means Luke Voigt out of a job uh, unless the Yankees now trade him which has been speculated dating back to last season would be surprised if Voigt was a New York Yankee when the season begins another big trade the Toronto Blue Jays get A's third baseman Matt Chapman and the A's rebuild certainly continuing here Chapman a gold glove third baseman lots of power but he has seen his batting average drop drastically over the past couple seasons considering the Jays really needed a third baseman they had a gaping hole there I'm not sure they could have found a better player based on who was available and at the cost that it it was for them to get Chapman they were linked to Jose Ramirez Cleveland asking far too much from the Toronto Blue Jays in this case they didn't have to give up much and they fill a huge hole as I mentioned Chapman goes from a horrible ballpark and lineup in Oakland to a great ballpark and arguably the best lineup in Major League Baseball. Might hit seventh in this lineup as opposed to the middle in Oakland, but he's going to see a lot more pitches to hit. He's going to have a ton of opportunity to drive guys in. This move is a boost to his value in every sense of the word. The Chicago Cubs signed Japanese outfielder Seiya Suzuki and the Japanese star finally finds a home. Cubs not expected to be that team but yet here we are. Unlike many Japanese born players, Suzuki is not coming to Major League Baseball late in his career. He's only 27 years old and he's coming off a 2021 season that was very impressive. Slashing 317, 433, 639 with 38 home runs and 533 plate appearances. He has tremendous upside for the Cubs and for you in fantasy. But we can't ignore the risk. Because as history has shown us in the past, there are very few position players that come over from Japan to Major League Baseball and have success. We really only have Ichiro, Hideki Matsui, and Shohei Otani um, as proof that they can succeed coming over to the USA. Those guys have, of course, really flourished. People do expect Suzuki to do so as well. Outfielder, first baseman, DH Kyle Schwarber. He was linked to the Jays. He was linked to the Red Sox. But he goes to the Philadelphia Phillies. And it's a great get here by the Phillies. Schwarber had an unbelievable season last year and has proven to be one of the elite power bats in Major League Baseball. The addition of the NLDH is really what allowed this deal to happen. Phillies lineup is loaded to begin with. Now they add Kyle Schwarber, which not only helps him, of course, but certainly the entire Phillies lineup. Chances are Schwarber's going to hit maybe second in front of Bryce Harper or fourth behind Harper and Real Muto and in front of Hoskins. That's a very scary proposition for opposing pitchers. Phillies do a great job bringing in Schwarber, really strengthening their lineup overall. And they have a chance to contend in a very competitive AL 
or NL East, I should say. Of course, the Braves are great. The Mets have made lots of moves themselves, but Phillies trying to stay right there with them. Uh, speaking of the Braves, they made that trade for Matt Olson. They did sign Colin McHugh, who's a nice reliever for them. They also, as recently as really about 40 minutes ago or so from the time I'm recording this, Eddie Rosario, outfielder. Uh, nice move for them. He was a quality bat for them. He really shined down the stretch in Atlanta after being traded there at last year's trade deadline from the Cleveland then Indians. Now Guardians, Rosario gets to hit in a great ballpark in Atlanta. There's tons of talent around him. He could be a 20-25 to 25 homer, 8-12 to 12 stolen base type of bat. Career 275 hitter who's flashed 30-plus homer power as recently as two, three years ago, really lengthens this Atlanta Braves lineup, gives them another quality option in the outfield while superstar Ronald Acuna Jr. recovers from his injury. And even when Acuna comes back, Rosario should play regularly. At the very least, he will be on the strong side of a platoon with somebody. Uh, of course, the NLDH opens up spots for him, Ozuna, Duval, and Acuna to all be in the lineup. So really well done by the Atlanta Braves here. Lots of great stuff, obviously, as I mentioned, with all these moves. And again, there's more to come. Uh, Freddie Freeman, unsigned. Carlos Correa and Trevor Story, unsigned. Kenley Jansen, unsigned. Nicholas Castellanos, unsigned. Those are some of the biggest names on the market, and they will find homes sooner rather than later. If I had to guess right now, I would say Freeman goes to the Dodgers. Correa goes to the Astros. I think that Kenley Jansen would be a perfect fit for the Boston Red Sox. Red Sox are a team that doesn't have a great bullpen. They have Garrett Whitlock and Matt Barnes at the back end. Looks like Whitlock could be the closer, but he was so effective in a 7th or 8th inning role a year ago that bringing in Kenley to be the closer would just lengthen that bullpen. Story, I'm not as sure about. Castellanos, not as sure about either. Um, both those guys, of course, could be very helpful. Oh, you know what? Chris Bryant. How could I forget Chris Bryant? Left him out at, at the top when I was listing some of these names. There's some really quality players out there still in free agency. And there's still going to be some trades made. Some some of the moves that these teams have already made, they've either jammed up a spot for somebody. Uh, a great example would be the Yankees with Luke Voigt. Uh, Voigt almost has to be traded. Uh, one idea I floated out there would be Voigt and Domingo Herman for Sean Murphy, or maybe uh, they add in Glaber Torres to the Yankees and go after a guy like Sean Manaya, uh, a deal that could certainly help the Yankees and at least give the A's some quality uh, major league players, which they don't have a lot of anymore after all these moves. Either way, tons to chew up here from a transaction standpoint in Major League Baseball and a lot more to come, and I'll be back when a lot of those deals do happen. Until next time, this has been the Counting Stats Podcast with Lou Landers from DrRoto.com. Go check out our fantasy baseball draft guide. Don't go into your drafts and don't sign up for your leagues without having our incredible draft guide. Uh, thanks for listening again. Counting Stats Podcast, Lou Landers, and I'll catch you next time.